0: The Soccer Gambling Podcast is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks and content available only to our Patreons at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon.
2: I think, I think Nigeria will be going in the happier team. For Gnome, One two.
1: Nigeria finally under And it's the player who has come into the side who scores. Emily
2: Flanagan. Reeked through a last. I did say Nigeria would be the happier team going at half-time, but it's that commentator's curse. I, I don't think they will be going in the happier team now. But, yeah, I mean, it, you've probably seen a big sigh of relief as well from, from Australia there. Emily van Ligman she does that so well the third player run so well but I mean Australia the timing, the timing is absolutely crucial
1: quick feet with impressive it back on the left hand side, a shooting opportunity there, blocked and away by Carpenter and followed up at it and it's 1-1 But Shedda Karnan Brought in to fill the boots Of Asisat Oshwala Rather controversially Brings Nigeria back into the game at 1 1 on a stroke of half time.
2: You know, this is this has come from it, It's great play from Nigeria, but if you're looking at where this first initially starts, he comes steaming out, you know, steaming out and just gets turned straight away. And you don't need to do that. You can literally just stay there, let the player have the ball in front of you. But she gets turned, Kanu just steps in, cat off Catley's back shoulder. It's a, smart, it's a smart finish.
1: 1 1. 26 to go. High looking there for the run of he was in the she gets her head onto it. And the first touch of the ball creates danger from the substitute. On to do just that, and Nigeria Lee. Touched in over the line by Ohale, I think it was. But the impact in that penalty area of Oshwala was noticeable. Australia were unearthed from the minute Asisa Oshwara came off the bench and now they're behind.
2: You can't say Nigeria don't deserve it, you know, they've they've been a a presence, they've had a much better second half.
1: Okay, it's okay now, a bit of a dead leg. With chase, Kennedy and the goalkeeper in the mix up, Oshola. Nigeria are three, one up against the hosts. What a moment for her, her team, and her nation. And you can see exactly what it means. Dreadful moment for Australia.
2: Arnold coming out there puts the goal up like for Oshawa it's that indecision there but I mean Kennedy it's that header you've even got to clear it really for a, a, a corner put your foot through it that little header there it's going to be difficult for Arnold anyway it is that that's that worry that confusion but it's the fear that Oshawa brings for so,
1: a South African player they score at three
2: women's world cups
1: cross to a sort of blind alley there wasn't available but here's a chance good stop came out to Caitlin Ford for a moment Nigeria switched off she should have done better good stop but it was straight at her pretty Cross with the corner kick the goalkeeper goes for it she doesn't get it but Alana Kennedy does and Australia have one back what a dramatic
0: day we've had. One back is all that they could muster. And now we are in serious danger of losing both of the host nations at the very first hurdle. We could be losing both Australia and New Zealand in the group stage. Australia now faced a must-win game against Canada, and that's what we're going to be looking at shortly. Before we do that, let me tell you, you're, of course, listening to the Soccer Gambling Podcast. This is your Women's FIFA World Cup third round preview here. As we look at the final round of games in the group stage, we are going to look at a selection of key games once again. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can also follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network Twitter account. It's at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. Also, be sure to check out the new Patreon account as well. The SGPN have launched their own Patreon account and you can support it and do your part against corporate gambling by signing up for the SGP Patreon. You get a ton of exclusive content content, contests and merch just for Patreons, plus a monthly SGP Stories podcast and an ad-free uncensored show highlighting the best stories from decades of being DGENs. There is even a Discord channel just for Patreons. The Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon is a great way to score exclusive perks and support SGPN. Go to SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Patreon. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Patreon. And finally, you can also follow my other Twitter account. It is now at LockBettingX. So we're going with the whole X thing. It's at LockBettingX. That is the account where I tweet about all sports and where I post my monthly P&L. I am a legit transparent and tracked handicapper. And every month, the pin suite at the top of the page will be my PL from the previous month. At the moment, you can see the month of June. That will soon be replaced by the month of July. And I have so far delivered 121 months in a row of transparent track profit, which means I've undefeated in sports betting for an entire decade. Once the um once the month is expired, those spreadsheets all get sent over to lockbetting.com. So if you want to do your full research. You can find all the spreadsheets over there. So moving on with this final round of group games. We talked at the top of the show about Australia needing to win to stay in their own World Cup. Before we get to their game against Canada, let's talk about the group decider between Spain and Japan both of these teams have done what many teams have failed to do in this competition, which is look impressive and convincingly beat what's in front of them. They've both managed to do that. They're both on six points. And now this match will decide the group. Spain are the 10 to 11 favourites to win it. It's 12 to 5 on the draw, and it's 3 to 1 here on Japan. I lean Spain here to get the job done. For me, they have looked slightly more convincing than Japan. Both of them have managed to beat who's in front of them. But at the start of the tournament, we were obviously talking a lot more about Spain and the fact that they have impressed Doesn't really change my mind about them. They're still going to go far in this tournament and they should still be able to win this group. A point will actually be enough for Spain to top the group. But we'll take Spain at the price here of 10 to 11. These two sides, as I said, both sit on six points. But Spain have won eight straight games, claiming seven wins without conceding a goal. Japan are in good form as well, obviously, but... A run of four straight defeats against top sides between late 2022 and early 2023 did include a 1-0 loss to the Spain team. It's very, very fine margins, but that's what you're looking for here. Obviously, Spain aren't an overwhelming favourite. It's very tight. You're getting 10-11, to 11, minus 110 here on the Spaniards. But I think I'm willing to take that here for Spain to win this and take maximum points to win this group. Up next, we now do move on to the game that we talked about at the top of the show, as we will lose either Australia or Canada in this group. Now, the way the group is poised at the moment, Nigeria topped the group on four points after their 3-2 comeback win against Australia. Canada are second on four points, Australia on three points, and Ireland are out with zero points. Now, what this means is that Nigeria are pretty much already through even if Nigeria lose the game to the Republic of Ireland, which I don't think they will do, Australia and Canada can't both overtake them. A draw for Canada and Australia with Nigeria losing to the Republic of Ireland would mean that Canada leapfrog Nigeria and go top, but Australia only go level with Nigeria and the head-to-head record will favour Nigeria. So, It's almost impossible for Nigeria to go out. The only permutation that sees Nigeria go out in the group stage and Canada and Australia qualifying is for Australia to win a high-scoring game against Canada, but by a lesser margin than the Republic of Ireland beat Nigeria. So let's say that the Republic of Ireland beat Nigeria 2-0 and Canada and Australia have a tight game that's won by a single goal then they can both go through likewise if they have a high scoring game where Australia wins say 4-3 and Nigeria lose by a single goal they will be pipped by Canada on goals scored because at the moment Nigeria top on goals scored so It all gets very complicated when you're talking about Nigeria exiting. It's almost impossible for that to happen. Therefore, this is a group decider between the host nation Australia, the co-host nation Australia. We've already seen the other half of the host nations go out as uh, New Zealand failed to go through after being in an advantageous position of winning their first game against Norway, with a favourites to win the group. They then lost to the Philippines 1-0 and had a 0-0 draw against Switzerland. So they were quite respectable against the best two teams in the group and then had a shocking defeat against the Philippines, who knocked New Zealand out with that win by only having one shot on target. That's unfortunate. And you could say the same for Australia here. If they end up drawing this game and going out, they simply just had a very, very poor spell against Nigeria. And that's why they're in this position, because of a poor 30 minutes of football. They are the 13 to 10 favourites to win this game. It's 9 to 4 in the draw. And it's 21 to 10 here on Canada, the Olympic champions. I've not been overly impressed by Canada so far. I've not been overly impressed by Australia either. But Australia are a very different team with Sam Kerr coming back. So with Sam Kerr coming back, if she's able to be fully fit, she will be a huge difference maker. And I'm going to gamble and say that's going to be enough to see Australia over the line. Some would say they're unlucky to be defeated by Nigeria last time out. But they can still secure their place in the knockout round with a win here against Canada. They welcome back Sam Kerr, they have the home advantage here and that could ultimately prove the difference in this game. Either way, I expect it to be tight and cagey. I'm expecting a low scoring affair here. Each of Australia's last four wins have been to nil and two of those have actually been one nil victories while Canary have failed to score in two of their last four games. So I do think that Australia could eke out a very tight victory here, possibly by a 1-0 scoreline. Canada coming to this one with just one win in their last four, whilst Australia, they're actually in decent form. They have won 10 of their last 12 games. So I'm going to take them here to overcome Canada, to bounce back from that defeat, that shock defeat against Nigeria. It's hard to say that's the um, biggest upset of the tournament so far because just today we saw Germany get beaten out of nowhere by Col- get get beaten out of nowhere by Colombia so it's difficult to say what was more shocking but ultimately if Australia go out of this tournament with New Zealand at the group stage that would probably be the biggest shocker of them all but I don't think it's going to happen I'm going to lean Australia to get the win and that's available at 13 to 10 plus 130 on the money line here for the Australians to save their skin and to remain in the tournament and as as a result, they would be knocking out the current Olympic champions in Canada. Before we move on to the remaining games, let me quickly know that we are brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. The NFL season is right around the corner and Underdog Fantasy Pick'em, and Underdog Pick'em sorry, is a great way to get down on a ton of NFL player props and is available in a ton of markets. Plus, plenty of opportunities to win in their daily MLB contests. And of course, Make sure to enter Best Ball Mania 4, where first place gets $3 million. Head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use our promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com and our promo code SGPN.
2: This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology.
0: We just spoke about how unlikely it was that Nigeria could still exit this World Cup, but they'll be looking to win the group. And I think they have a great opportunity to do that against an Ireland team who are already out. Nigeria are the 5-4 favourites to win this game. It's 12-5 on the draw and it's 2-1 here on the Republic. This isn't just a case of taking Nigeria because the Republic of Ireland have nothing to play for. Nigeria have looked solid so far in this competition. They started with a nil-nil draw against the Canadians and then of course had that impressive win against Australia and I think they can get over the line here as group winners. They know they just need to avoid a defeat to qualify against an already eliminated Irish team but I'm going to ride the Super Falcons here who have four wins and a draw in their last five games. They're also a very, very difficult team to score against. Australia managed it twice But that uh, second goal was deep, deep into injury time when Nigeria decided to sit back and see the game out. I think they'll ultimately win this game. They're the form team here. They have momentum behind them and they are the only side with a target to play for with Ireland already being eliminated. Ireland have lost five of their last seven. And while some of those opponents have been tough when you're looking at the likes of Australia, France and two matches against the USA... They aren't able to find the back of the net. The Irish struggle to score goals. Their only goal in this competition so far was was by way of a crazy corner that ended up in the back of the net. Some would say it was on purpose. Some would say it was a fluke. But ultimately, it required a moment of magic for Ireland to score. That does not bode well going into this game against Nigeria. And I expect the team with something to play for to come away with the result they need here in this one. Yeah, it's time to look at the USA game. The USA will take on Portugal and they are in a very interesting situation here because even a win could mean could mean that the USA don't win this group. They start the day top of the group, but obviously the Netherlands are expected to get a heavy win against Vietnam the USA were very disappointing in their opener as they were only able to beat Vietnam by three goals. And you would expect the Netherlands to win by a higher scoreline. And the Netherlands have already beaten Portugal as well. So the USA will probably need to beat Portugal by multiple goals to ensure that they still win the group. So if the USA, for example, beat Portugal 1-0, and the Netherlands beat Vietnam by four goals to nil, they will eclipse the USA, because USA will beat Portugal by the same scoreline that the Netherlands beat Portugal, but the Netherlands would beat Vietnam by a bigger scoreline. I do think that the situation, though, does favour the USA to get a bigger win than a one-goal deficit, but... You have to take into consideration that the USA have not looked impressive so far in this tournament. They were lucky to come away with a draw against the Dutch and they were only able to score three goals past Vietnam. The one difference here is is that Portugal need to win themselves. They're obviously a much better team than Vietnam, but Vietnam decided to put multiple men behind the ball. And to take a damage limitation approach from the very beginning of the game. Portugal aren't going to do that. Portugal are going to come out and try to win the game and because they're going to try out going to come cuz they're going to try and come out and win the game because that's what they have to do that's going to leave things far more open for the USA. USA can't mess around. They can actually go home early if they falter here. The USA have reached at least the semi-finals in every women's world cup and are four-time world champions here whilst Portugal making a first appearance at a world cup. USA came out in a dominating fashion against Vietnam, but they could not put the ball in the back of the net. Out of the 28 shots they had, obviously only three of them ended up in the back of the net. They did only hold the Dutch to five shots, so I'm not expecting Portugal to do any better than that. And I therefore don't think Portugal will be able to find the back of the net. Um, USA's problem has been the fact that 11 of their 46 shots over the two games have hit the target and they're going to have to do better than that in order to come away with a healthy victory here in this game, which is probably what they're going to need to stay top of the group. I'm going to take USA to cover a minus 1.5 Asian handicap line here. I'm not interested in taking them here as a 2-7 to minus 350 favourite. I instead am going to take them to cover a minus 1.5 Asian handicap line. That's available at even money plus 100. As I said, it's scary because their finishing hasn't been good. Portugal need to win the game. But I'm using that fact as a reason to take this handicap because Portugal are going to come out. And the USA have faced a lot of teams who have sat in and have been forced to break them down, which is difficult to do when they've got loads of players behind the ball. Portugal can't do that. If they don't win this game, they're out. A draw means that USA go through as well. Obviously, USA won't want to do that. They'll want to win the group because otherwise they'll have a much more difficult task in the next round. So winning the group is the absolute priority. As we go into this game, USA are 10-11 to 11 to win the group and the Netherlands are also 10-11 to 11 to win the group. That's how tight it is. But in my opinion, the Netherlands are going to do better than the 3-0 that the USA got against Vietnam. Therefore, they will need at least a two-goal victory here against Portugal. And even that might not be enough because if the USA win by two goals to nil and the Dutch win their game by five goals to nil, then it will be the Dutch who still win the group, despite the fact that the USA got themselves a very good win. And a convincing win against Portugal. Another way to go here would be to take USA to win to nil. That one is available at the price of 4 to 5 minus 125. The final game we're going to look at here is England. They have also not looked great so far. They have scraped through with two 1 nil wins. They are the 1 to 2 favourites, though, to beat China at 16 to 5 on a draw, and it's 7 to 1 here on China. Again, it's the same situation. China in the same situation as Portugal. England are different though. They can win the group with just the points. They've already beaten Denmark and they have maximum points. Whereas the US did not get the win that they needed against the Dutch. But I think that in this situation, it's the same China have to come out. They have to come out and take the game to England. They England won't have to break down a defensive low block here. Therefore, I think England will be able to pick them off and score goals. My main selection here would be to take the over two and a half goals. Now, that's a plus money selection at 6-5 to five, plus 120, which seems bold. But... I'm not putting a whole load of weight into the fact that England have scraped through with 2 one nil wins so far. They obviously have some players out, but it's going to take time to adjust. And they did go on to hit 23 goals across their next five games in the Euros after a similar start in their first couple of games there. China have seen two low-scoring games as well, but they shipped at least three to both Spain and Sweden earlier on in the year. So I'm expecting a high-scoring game here, and it would not surprise me to see England finally relaxing and scoring all the goals to cash this selection. Another way to go here would be to take England to win the game And to just tack on the over 1.5 goals, which gets you away from that short 1 to 2 minus 200 line. And instead gives you the price of 7 to 10 on that selection. Closing out with your lock on the show. We're very, very deep into the USA here. We need them to win the group for a group parlay. We need them to reach the semi finals, something that they've done in every single other previous World Cup. So anything short of reaching the semi finals would be a disaster for the USA. And obviously, finishing second in the group means they will have a far more difficult path to the semis and to ultimately win this tournament. I actually don't think the USA will win this tournament. I think they've looked far too unconvincing. But this game represents, represents an opportunity for them to score some goals. I think Portugal are going to come out and go for it. And that's going to leave more spaces for the USA to go and win the game. They have been able, though, still even playing against a defensive low block to create chances. They just haven't put the ball in the back of the net. In fact, they've had a very low conversion rate in terms of having their shots hit the target. They're going to need to improve drastically in order to cover this bet. But once again, your lock here on this show is going to be USA minus 1.5 on the Asian handicap line at the price of even money. That's it for me. Good luck with all of your bets as always. And thanks for listening.